Yo, 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 welcome to another edition of the Geeky Bros Podcast. I'm your boy Tactics. Yo, it is just Darcy here. And this is Big Geek Umar. How y'all doing today? Uh, good. Long week. Good, it has yes, been it a has long been. week, but it's been a beautiful day today. I hope everyone's been outside enjoying it. Not at all. Tactics has. See yes, I have. I have. For all of those, for all of you who are not or are following tactics on Instagram, my man knows how to show off the summertime, and also the Indeed song. Indeed, I do. Indeed, I do. Indeed, I do. It's clearly, something I need to get on social media and check out what we're talking about right now because I have Let's no just idea. Say that, uh, <laughs> while I've been stuck at home, like pretty much like working, uh, tactics who has also been working, uh, has also taken the time out to uh, post several fixture, pictures and videos of him at a park trading and also uh, testing out some equipment. Uh, so, yeah. Okay. I'm going yes, to look away from the camera for two seconds. Let me just go take a look here. <laughs> also, it's all done to the Childish Gambino song, Summertime. Uh, oh, crap. Summertime. Summertime and it feels like summer. It feels like summer. That's it. Ah, oh, thank you, bro. Mm, I did them both. Track. There it is. And summertime. Okay, okay, okay. I see it here. I see it here. Okay, 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 yeah. Okay. I'll check that out later. Because I, I know we got it. <laughs> we, we got it. We got okay, so like, um, all right. We are going to jump right into our uh, agenda for today. So uh, it's going to be a relatively Superman-esque filled uh, a podcast. But we... Ooh. <laughs> Not Superman at all. <laughs> but but I recognize that shirt though. Oh, uh, you better. <laughs> Tia, was that an X Men uh, thing? Nah, Animal Flow. Completely irrelevant. <laughs> I mean, given all the Deadpool stuff I've been seeing online lately, I just assumed that that was a Deadpool or Wolverine sort of thing. So, um, no, nah, it's not. It's okay, not. Cool. We can move uh, on. J- yeah, okay, moving on. Uh, well, actually, mildly moving on, just going back to what I said about Deadpool, uh, we're probably going to get more news about this later, but we have been hearing some interesting tidbits of information of casting news. Now, of course, we all knew that Hugh Jackman was going to be in it playing Wolverine. We've saw, uh, we have seen some pictures of Deadpool online, but two main casting to, uh, news have come out, uh, I would say, this week. Ben Affleck is returning as Daredevil. Which we know if De- if Ryan, uh, Reynolds is in charge, it's going to be funny how that happens. Also, Jennifer Garner is coming back as Electra. Now, given that's the fact, yeah, that's exactly what I thought. Uh, especially given the fact that that movie, while horrendous, was the thing that launched their romance, and now that that romance is dead and buried, and you know, after several children later, he has now returned to Jennifer Lopez and has married her. I wonder how that's going to go. Yeah. <laughs> We're all uh, thinking it. I, <laughs> we all are thinking it. By the way, I recently saw a picture of uh, Ben Affleck with Jennifer Lopez on one side and his daughter from Jennifer Garner on the other side. Ben Affleck's genes did not make it through <laughs> to that I child. She I'm looks sorry, like a carbon copy of her daughter. It's like, I'm starting to wonder, has, has there been like an evolutionary change where like, the male face is no longer there because, like, Fanny Newton's daughter is a straight up clone, and now Jennifer Garner's daughter is a straight up clone. So I'm just like, is there something we should be worried about? Okay, well, first off, I'm not saying Ben Affleck isn't a good looking man because he obviously is, but no daughter wants to look like her dad. 
bear. <laughs> so, so I'm just saying, <laughs> if she gets his height, nothing else. Like, like no, no. <laughs> and maybe not all of his height because he's actually really tall for, for like even for a male. I man, heard he's, that he's yeah. like six four or something like that. Like he's your height, but like he, he's just that's not average male height. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was actually a little surprised by that because I assumed that he was like short, but I guess I was wrong. Anyway, now we're moving on to the main topic. So this is uh, something I almost like a, I want to say PSA, uh, where I have recently learned this, and I only learned this because I was on uh, Disney Plus to watch Secret Invasion this week, and I got this like big, uh, uh, like not even advertisement, just like a big option for uh, a show uh, called. Uh, let me see if I pronounce this correctly. Kazizi Moto generation fire so i was interested by this and I, I watched the first couple episodes and i was like what is this because this is dope uh and like if i was going to describe it i would say that like so it's an anthology series an animated anthology series uh and it's essentially african futurist or Af- african futurism and it uh, what like I, I I believe that the main um, executive producer uh, the the one who uh, runs it is called is Peter Ramsey. For those of you who don't know, he was one of the three directors for Into the Spider Verse. Go oh, okay 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 yes. So uh, I was like yo this reminds me this is like a mix between a mix between Black Panther and anime thrown in with a style of star wars okay okay good sales pitch yeah so i was like what's happening here how did i not know about this turns out this came out uh july 5th so wednesday and while i will admit disney plus has put it front and center when you go onto their website this week however um there was no advertisement for this, whatever. Uh, so I I only learned about it because I was on Disney Plus and I was like, oh, I wonder what this is, and then oh, I went in to look at it. And so it is a series voiced. Basically, uh, all the creators are from Africa. So uh, there are they have animated uh, creators from Zimbabwe, South Africa, Uganda, Nigeria, Kenya. And Egypt. Uh, they have brand new directors uh, and writers just basically making a 10-episode anthology series of African futurism. And the two episodes I saw are actually really nice. Mm. Uh, it's beautiful. Uh, it's interesting. Uh, I think they're different animation styles per, per, uh, per episode, but I'm not, not sure about that yet. Uh, I found it engaging. Uh, I found it unique. Uh, and also I found it uh, enjoyable. Like, I'm going to watch the rest of the series um, and probably do, like, a, a full review at that point. But I'm, I'm just giving initial responses because, I mean, like, I went online and this thing, this this doesn't even have a Wikipedia page when I checked it out uh, this morning. So, uh, now, there are a lot of uh, reviews coming out recently and they have been positive, uh, so it's not just me saying it. But I just thought that uh, you know I would take the moment to kind of like 
let people know that uh, this is a pretty interesting show, and I think people should give it a chance. Um, I there, and there is like a small, uh, I guess you could say, biasness on my part because like I, my cousin and I uh, have always like talked about and imagined and theorized about creating Islamic futurism. Uh, as like a media in terms of like writing a book, writing a comic, that sort of thing. So the fact that they uh, we have a bunch of people who got together and also were able to sell it to Disney and also to like put it on Disney Plus, an African futurism uh, series. I mean, I, I got to support that just, you know, just for representation's sake. So anyway, that's uh, that's my sales pitch to everybody. I uh, just wondering what uh, everyone if either of you have even heard about it or uh if, like have you guys been exposed to it t let's start with you man uh what do you think or have you heard about this uh i actually haven't heard about it until you put it in the chat and brought it to our attention and then i went and checked out the trailer and it looks really interesting There's a trailer damn it yeah there is I, I thought you knew that no oh yes yes sorry sorry you're right you're right i was thinking of something else <laughs> Like, I'll think about something else. Sorry, <laughs> you posted Sorry, okay. the trailer. <laughs> yeah. I thought I posted. The, I thought I posted a review, but I didn't. I I sent a review to somebody else. Gotcha, okay. bro. What, what's up with you today? It's been. It's a Friday. It's a Friday. Like my my brain is mush. I got you. I got you. Sorry, bro. Well, uh, yeah. So I checked out the trailer. I haven't checked out any of the episodes yet, but the trailer is intriguing and uh, leaves me uh, curious to explore this uh, this property a little bit more. It does remind me a little bit of a little bit of um, Black Panther with a mix of Love, Death, and Robots. Um, Ooh, yeah, yeah. And it it is. I mean, I'm not surprised that not a lot of people are talking about this. Um, I, I won't go into all of that, but um, the fact that like you know people who are curious enough to kind of weed their way through some of the stuff that's on disney plus to stumble upon this and bring it to everyone else's attention is really dope and i hope it gets a lot more attention imdb gave it a really good solid rating it's that it's sitting at a 8.5 out of 10 and you know me I'm, i usually refer to imdb for everything so right. uh that uh that is really really good uh that that mm -hmm. has me sold and in regards to this whole property of like African like technology and and you know this being made by African creators and, and whatnot, this goes back to what we were talking about when I brought to both of your attention um, when what's that guy uh, Shamik Moore who plays Miles Morales in the Spider Man Spider Verse uh, movies, how he was on the Breakfast Club and he was talking. Uh, they basically brought to his attention that do that doctor guy. Um, who's like a strong advocate for um, black power, everything black, pro-black, all that shit. I'm black, y'all. He was basically, you know, like creating a little bit of static um, uh, regarding the fact that Miles is swooning over uh, a white woman or white girl or whatever. And Shamik Moore's, one of his rebuttals to that was that, you know, if you have a problem with the way that we're being represent represented, then why don't you use your power or your influence and create your own properties, create your own stories, right? Because now with all of these uh, movies and TV shows that are showing a lot of interracial uni unification and, and, and relationships and things of that nature, now people are being a little bit more receptive to the idea of, you know, inclusivity, right? So because of that, it's now opening the doors for us 
or paving the way for different like different minorities to create their own stories. And I mean, that's not even a new thing because Ice Cube is was notorious for you know making his own movies. You know, then you have Tyler Perry and whatnot. So it's just great to see that there's a continuing trend of you know minorities like that are you know taking matters into their own hands and you know creating their own properties. And it's a lot easier to do that nowadays because like you know. If you have a YouTube channel, you can pretty much just create your own content now, like create your own movie, right? It doesn't take much at all. So the fact that this is coming out and, you know, it's showing representation is great. And I hope we see more of this. Like you said, Umar, I hope they, they you know, represent, you know, all all across the board. So, yeah. yeah people of Islam and also, yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. So, I, by yeah, the way, I, I saw I, I saw that video on TikTok, uh, the one that you're talking about. I found it, uh, and I was like, "Oh, I think this is the one that uh, T was talking mm-hmm. about." So yeah, yeah, I, yeah, it was very, it was very good response. Yeah, very good. Dars. Yeah, um, I also haven't seen this. I did not find out about it until somebody in this group chat who didn't remember, posted a trailer in the group chat as well. Um, so, um, but yeah, I mean, well, I'm, I'm, I'm excited by this in that it kind of feels like an appropriate, and this is going to be like a weird way of making, saying this, but it, this is another thing it reminded me of. It kind of made me thought of like Disney Plus slash Marvel-ish, um, but mostly Disney, um, it's response to Netflix's Love, Death, and Robots in that, like, it's anthology, but it's animated. And when I saw all these different things, I don't know why. I was like, oh, it's kind of like Love, Death, and Robots in that it's giving a bunch of different directors and creators the opportunity to create something and inside of a specific, like, parameter of medium. Um, and, uh, instead of it being like an anthology where it's like, well, I mean, I guess oh, they're always that way in all the other references I was going to think of, but instead of it being like, well, it's a star Wars anthology done in anime where you have to take these very specific stories and do these very specific things. Oh, did, did we lose him? I think, yeah, we I did. think we lost him. Damn. It's always when he's in mid sentence too. Which is the sad part. Yeah. Oh, he's back. I think he's back. Can Can you hear me now? Okay. Uh, what did I What did I say last? <laughs> uh, well, you were You were. I, I was really saying. Good. I was like, love, love, death, and robots. How it, that cr- allows without the reins of like sticking to a specific uh, canon and 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 story um that allows people to create what they want to create and this one being more in like you know uh afrofuturism that's kind of the obviously the guardrails but it's not as as specific as if i if i said this reference before or got cut off when i said it uh like star wars where you know it's it's very right. controlled storylines that you have to work within or, or marvel and so i just thought it was like an interesting way and it makes sense from when i say marvel's hand in this is that it felt like a spin from like you guys said from wakanda um and yet not really being like oh it's not about marvel at all it's just like obviously that inspired different uh, ideas and so hey like let's just do those ideas without limits right um so you know that's really cool and uh i saw that in the first episode here uh florence kazumba uh from uh who is uh uh from like the uh black panther uh who plays one of the oh ayo 
one of the one of the um um Dora Milaje? Yeah, she yeah. she plays um uh that character that that uh Tex had up on the, on the first screen there in Herder Boy. <sighs> yeah, I thought she sounded familiar. Yeah, and so I mean that right there is like, you know, that's a, that's a dope little like, you know, pull right there. So, um yeah, I mean, I'm I'm definitely down to check it out. I definitely need uh a new thing to 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 watch. Uh, now that uh, Superman and Lois is over, so you know, and uh, I, I just got hooked on um, Umar. Don't 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 roll your eyes there. Don't roll your I eyes. I, I just I just I just know you're not gonna watch it, so I'm I'm gonna just like live with it. No, I'm gonna watch this one, bro. This this ain't Star Wars. No, okay? no, I'm I'm talking about <laughs> the one that I want you to watch that you're not going. To oh, watch. oh yeah, yeah, no, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> if if you hold your breath, you might suffocate. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, this and uh, my new favorite show—not uh, favorite, but like real hot show uh i'm gonna plug real s- for a second here uh f- from idris elba um hijack on apple tv yo this th- this thing hijacked my attention yes pun all day but um <laughs> it's <Word on. laughs> like think of like uh sh- short pitch on this it's basically like people we don't fully understand what it is it's very thought out and and there's a a tyria motive from people off who are not in the sky we don't know who they are who have coerced these people into hijacking a plane we don't know what it is but it's a six hour flight and i'm pretty sure it's a six episode series and i'm like so that's smart in that you actually get to feel more tension i like these ideas where instead of like let's instead of let's do it in an hour and a half let's actually spread this out so that you can actually feel the tension of something that would take relatively about the same amount of time like 24. Um, yeah, but I I I'm, I'm... I know you all love 24. I'll never watch that show. I just, I don't like the cheesiness of it being like exactly on. <laughs> it's more that I actually don't like the actor. And I know that y'all, y'all that's going to hate. I just don't, I don't, I've just never jived with him. I just find, I don't like his acting. So, um. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Appropriate. Appropriate. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, y- y- there's some people y'all don't like, you know. So it's fair just, enough. It's it's just, it's fair it enough. But yeah, um, I'm gonna go watch the show. Uh, I'll tie right over. <laughs> okay. Um. All right. So then, moving on to our next topic. So a while ago, we uh kind of talked about uh, our desire to watch Extraction Two with Chris Hemsworth, which came out on Netflix last month, and I'm happy to say. That all the bros, uh, we 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 all been busy, uh, and so we finally all have all gotten around to watching Extraction Two. So we're going to give our uh, our boy Chris Hemsworth a full review. Spoiler warning: if y'all haven't watched it, all right. So I'm going to toss this to Darcy first. Uh, we just make hoping that your internet holds out the way it is holding out right now. <laughs> uh, Darcy, what are your thoughts on Extraction Two? And what would you give it out of 10? My, my first thought right out of the gate is I'm so glad that this man landed on some good series after Thor. <laughs> because that 100%. <laughs> Thor has been an up and down journey, but this has been an all up journey. And it's like, like this is so fitting for him. Like, mm-hmm. and it works so well. And it's 
I mean, unlike the other movie he did that like that where he was a hacker or whatever, that was the pure garbage. But I um, never saw it. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, you know, um, take the biggest muscular dude and do the hacker thing, and then not understand computers and just yeah, let's see what happens. Like make it make it sexy. Like no, that's not it. But this this movie. Like that twenty-three minute and seven second wonder, brah, brah. Also, um, full spoilers. We're going into into yeah. it. Um, uh, I, psst, there were two things that I had to reference in a group chat, and no, Tax. I don't actually think we ever circled back with you uh, on these points. But I was like, one, um, sleight of hand. You, you get that reference now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'd i wait to see that that, that face. Oh, 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 oh that, that 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 scene. That, that scene. So this guy, this he's like fighting a dude, and he grabs the guy's hands, two fing the two fingers on either side, and rips them apart. And then it's literally his hands, da- half of his fingers dangling away, all the tendons and stuff. And the thing was, at first, when you heard the rip, you're like, he like, you, I thought he just broke his fingers, and we're all like, why? Why is this guy just like not move? Oh my god! <laughs> I I thought I'm like oh he like he just like jammed his bone through the hand like that's gross and then I was like wait oh yeah, yeah. oh oh my god exactly <laughs> <laughs> he, you know what I thought was gonna make it worse they didn't do this but I thought he was gonna take the like the 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 the, the split hand syndrome here and stick it in the fire <laughs> I, thought, I thought when they were in the thing i was like he's just going to i'm like I, part of me was just like put it in the fire i don't want to look at it anymore <laughs> <laughs> put the whole guy in the fire yeah like i just i don't need to see this anymore um that and the other one tactics i also had to, to uh uh reference <laughs> I, know this, um, I know this one <laughs> uh the ever important reason to re-rack your weights when you're done with them. Oh, Do not- <laughs> shit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, this guy said, the, the guy gets thrown into the leg press and somebody decides to leave a good 600 pounds on the weight press or more. And just, he's like, oh, let me just take away the safety latch and the guy's a pancake. Um, <laughs> like, yep, protect your back and everything else. So, um, <coughs> yeah, I mean, this movie is just awesome um there's heartfelt moments um you know my partner's already watched just like two or three times um did she watch it without you is that what you were saying well my my my, my, we end up watching it apart um that was partly a mistake on my part at the end (laughs) but um uh what what i said to her was is like don't watch it with me when i'm in the room so I have to hear it, but I don't get to watch it, right? Right, okay. And then I watched it on my own. I was like, babe, you got to watch it. It's so good. She's like, I thought you were waiting for me. And I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I'm like, this is what I said. This is what I said. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, no, it's 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 amazing. And uh, I, I mean, forgive me. I forget the name. Was her name Dot or is that somebody else? Sorry, who are we talking about? The uh, the woman who sets up his deals. Uh, she's like Indian. Uh, oh no, she's uh, she's uh, Iranian, and she's thank uh, you. I, I'm, Nick, I, I was off, way off there, but pre- appreciate yeah, that. Nick Khan. Nick Khan. That's it. Yeah, I was thinking of somebody else who was named Dot in some show. But anyways, um, yeah, man, I love her. <laughs> like when she came back, I was like, 
Oh, man. I missed you. <laughs> <laughs> there was, like, okay, so again, spoilers. There was a moment where I was like, please, please don't kill her. And I was like, okay, if she di- if she survives this, this is unrealistic. But then it's like, no, she ducked. It was basically when she was on the train and, like, the whole front of the train got, like, shot up. I was like, there's no way that woman survived. But, like, she was, like, hiding right underneath, like, this, like, specific thing. I'm like, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, that woman's smart. She knows how to get out of stuff. Both yeah. of them do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, this is just an, 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 an enjoyable film it's it's the action the way that you want action i'm not going to be out here and say that like the the storyline is uh going to win oscars but it's not it's not it's 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 still really good in that it is it is not like uh expendables level like storyline where it's like you you just like there's no reason for all this stuff other than ego the literally this starts off and the guy doesn't have um like a purpose for anything and she's like you need to find your purpose and then something about family happens and this man is like all right i'll go back to work for family and i'm like that's good enough that's good enough i'm behind that motive every day of the week okay that's all i need to hear and uh yeah i mean it's dope and it's clearly setting up for a third so i'm excited about that and i'm excited to see how idris elba plays into the third if he does any like action himself or he's just like that guy dude who shows up and shoots somebody in the face and walks away (laughs) you know either way i'm i'm down for it Uh, i'm just happy that like the two of them got to like do stuff together uh that wasn't just four yeah 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 you're right and he's not like like a henchman to, to, yeah to, yeah like, i kind of want them to go fighting in the third one i'm not gonna lie i want to see idris and him like go thrown at because like, like honestly if the two of them fought i do not know who would win oh yeah i mean and idris is i mean f- both of these guys actually in real life are quite hardcore like yeah like, if you've seen chris Evans or chris Evans, chris uh hemsworth a documentary series about trying to like have the 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 ultimate uh like limitless. body and yeah relentless um phenomenal and then ninja Elbow a couple years back went and trained for one year to fight in the ufc and won his first match right like the guy like and he was like already like 50 or something like he was just like i'm this is what i want to do um overall from a rating perspective i'm gonna give this a solid eight um you know super enjoyable brings the action tells the story in all of the fights as a good uh choreography and stunt work should do chris is doing a hell of a lot of amazing stuff the cinematography the vfx everything with this it's phenomenal it makes people wonder like how do you do this um and you know it's got just the right level of a simple story that i'm not being like okay i'll 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 forget that and move on like nope that's that's good that's all i need and uh i move forward so can't wait for a third t yeah so i was obviously the last person to watch this film mainly because i was waiting for my girl she just got a puppy, so she's been kind of busy. So I presented the idea. I was like, when you guys were like, oh, I want, like, when are you going to watch it? Because we want to talk about uh, Extraction 2. So I, like, went to my girl, and I was like, hey, babe, uh, the guys want to talk about Extraction uh, on the podcast. Uh, I'm wondering, are you ever planning on watching this with me, or can I go ahead and watch it? And she's like, don't watch it without me. So I was like, okay, I got to wait. So, so finally you, got didn't, to watch you it. didn't fuck up is what you're telling me. You didn't <laughs> no, fuck up. No. <laughs> I made sure I made sure to clear clear the air first before actually embarking on anything. So 
Uh, yeah, I watched it and loved it. Um, I, I found it a lot better than the first one, and I loved the first one too. That I agree with you, Darcy. That one shot, that continuous one shot that lasted like 25 minutes, man, that was fantastic. I kept going to my girl. I'm like, yo, yo, this is still just one shot. You realize that? And she was like, oh my gosh, yeah, you're right. That, that's crazy. Um, what I will say is that this one felt shorter than the first one, and I don't know if that that's actually the case but um i think in part it was because of the fact that in the first one there were so many location changes that it might have seemed like it was longer because it's it felt like there's so much going on and they were like having to travel to different locations and whatnot so yeah but um that didn't deter from the the movie at all i, I still think it's a fantastic movie it's not going to win any awards but as far as action and entertainment goes, this was top notch. So I definitely give it an eight out of 10 as my rating. Love the fight scenes. Uh, I love how they built a lot, built up a lot of the tension, like the rooftop uh, above the, the gym scene where they're on the Ooh, glass. Oh, yeah. Whew, was crazy, man. And like Nikon, um, like they she had me going a couple of times because like there are moments where the tension was building so so dramatically that I thought at some point she was going to die. And I actually had a bet with, uh, with my girl who felt the same, but I was like, it actually makes more sense to kill off the brother. Cause I feel like that would hold more weight in terms of like on an emotional level, which it did. Cause you definitely feel, feel his death. Um, and, uh, that was a very powerful scene. Um, yeah, overall the, the fight scenes were fantastic. Uh, the villain wa was, was, really compelling and and uh really imp um imposing which was interesting um chris hemsworth he de he i definitely buy into him being an action star now i think like he can hang up the mantle of thor for at least for a while and just like kind of lean more into this stuff although darcy already mentioned uh, the the limitless show that he did and in one of the episodes i don't know if, umar if you ever ended up watching the episode but it was the one where he he does this test where it determines that he's predisposed. Yeah. He's got a yeah. predisposition to uh, dementia and Alzheimer's. And so he said that he was going to take a break from, from acting because, you know, hearing that news kind of devastated him and the thought of him, you know, not being able to remember his, his family members scared or his family scared him. So um, even though they've set up the way that this, this movie ends, they've set it up for another film. I don't know how long of a wait that's going to be or if this is kind of like a one and done type of thing or whatever the case might I, be. Uh, he, he put something out like I think last week or so basically saying that like he's he's spending more time with family. So he's being more selective about like the, the projects he works on and how long mm -hmm. they go for. But right. I, I think with Extraction, he's still set to do the third one because mm -hmm. like he enjoys it. Yeah. I think that makes sense because I feel like with the Thor movies, you know, I mean, I don't know so much now. I think but he's done at with the time, Thor right now. Yeah, but like, because at the time he was contractually obligated to to a certain amount of movies, plus like not not just his solo movies, but like the, um, the Avengers, Avengers and movies the Guardians, as, yeah. as and the Guardians. Yeah, so that's a very long commitment, and depending on the shooting locations, it, it might require him to be away from his family for a substantial amount of time. At least with Extraction, yes, you know, you're on location, probably away from your family, but probably not as long as you would be with Thor, right? So, um, yeah, I'm excited to see 
see the third one. I, I definitely want to see Idris do more stuff. Uh, he kind of reminded me of, and you guys brought this up, uh, you mentioned Expendables. He kind of reminded me of Arnold's role in Expendables or Bruce Willis's role where they were kind of Bruce like... Bruce Willis, yeah. Yeah, they were just kind of like the, the, the guy. The, the guy He was the, the guy handler. giving out jobs, the handler, basically. But then uh, I think in the second or third movie, he was given more to do and he had some action scenes. So I feel like Idris is probably going to um play a similar role to that probably get he'll probably get a little bit more to do because he's still like from a physical standpoint he's still pretty fit so he could probably still he's probably still more than capable of performing a lot of the stunts um on par with chris hemsworth but um yeah i really like this movie man and i know this would never happen but i also as i was watching this with my my girl i i brought up um the concept of like what 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 do you think would happen if you had John Wick, The Equalizer, and Tyler all in one movie, kind of like on an Expendables type of level? And she was like, "Nah, I don't want to see that." Like they, they're all like, <laughs> they're all like, like great on their own. Like they all like command the room, and it'd be like it's almost like splitting, splitting their presence, it, like in in half, basically, or like in three parts, as a, as opposed to just having one one guy one main guy or whatever so she doesn't want to see it but i would love to see some sort of a collaboration even though like they're all kind of part of a different world or a different universe like john wick seems like the most fantastical out of out of the three um mm -hmm. but i mean it'd be cool to see all three of them on screen you know that that's dope i feel like the most appropriate way to do that is I, I wouldn't want to see that as an actual film because I don't like what's that story? How do you how do you actually translate that? Yeah, exactly. Um, and and it end up it end up being just either cheesy like The Expendables and kind yeah. of not meeting. But what I how I would want to see that is um, uh, death battles. Like I would I would love to see a death Ooh. battle uh, yeah. conversation. Ooh, yeah. Um, because you're just analyzing everything and then being like, you know. And, and there's also the interesting conversation, like you analyze it, but do you go to the the level that they've portrayed themselves, or do you make it you uh, stand or sorry normalize anything that's a little bit fantastical? Um, so like, does John Wick have to come down a little bit to match everything else? Because he he survived stuff that like, I mean, him and Tyler have survived the most, <laughs> uh, I would say, but mm -hmm. I feel like Tyler's. Um, uh, what he survived like he got shot to the neck the man was out of commission for a minute into the beginning of this film uh john wick hit by a car he's still walking <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. Yeah. he jumped out of a building and then he went upstairs fell down the stairs and went back to the top of the stairs and he's still walking yeah the, the, and he did all this shit in one movie in one like <laughs> day <laughs> like he got hit by a car he fell off of like some second story club he went up and down a flight of stairs several times on his knees um and uh, not to mention all the other hits he took and and yeah. the, and the dude is just like i'll be there <laughs> like we good yeah so, okay, for me, I would say just out of the bat, I would also give this an 8 out of 10. This was a good action uh, movie for me. So I'll start off with her. So, like, uh, the, her character is named Nick Khan. But her, uh, so her uh, stage name is, I'm going to hope I uh, get her first name right, Golshifte Verhani. 
Uh, she's from uh, Iran, and she's actually been exiled from Iran. Yeah, uh, I've seen some interviews about that. And she was, yeah, and she also lost a lot of roles in the U.S. because of being yeah. Iranian, and and she and and she'd been hurt by that. Yeah. So like the only movies I've seen of her was like parts. I've seen parts of Body of Lies, which I saw her in. Uh, I've seen her in Patterson, and I've seen her in both these two films uh, of the extraction films. So like, I'm glad she's like getting out of it and like kind of getting her uh, uh, field day. But um, in terms of the movie itself, the. <laughs> You guys know how critical I am. The only real criticism I have about this is more of a stylistic choice. I would have liked more focus on his training when he decided to like, okay, I'm getting back into the game. And part of it was kind of like, you know, like NT, you, you uh, this is me kind of like shining. Like you're my trainer, and like you, there are a lot of times you give me a lot of like uh, detailed uh, knowledge about the stuff that I, we need to work on, why we need to work on it, how we can work on it, that sort of thing. He had a very specific set of injuries. I was kind of like, oh, are they going to show us how a person can like kind of get their, themselves back up? But it's like, no, nah, he just took off his brace, started working out, and he was ready for <laughs> was ready for like a Black Ops team extraction in like six weeks. I was like, I feel if I asked tactics if, uh, if that's possible, he would be saying no. But that was yeah. the only thing. Like, I, I thought that was a lost opportunity. Uh, but I mean, that's like the worst I could say about this film. The rest was dope. I was very much enjoying uh, this. There were uh, quite a few times, like, I, I, part of me wished that I had watched it with someone because I'm like, oh, oh, no one's here. Okay, so uh, I'm going to <laughs> just keep on. <laughs> Man, that was depressing, bro. Yeah, that was. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just, I, I, I kind of wish I'd wait. That was so sad. but but yeah but nonetheless uh i i I enjoyed myself it was thrilling i actually liked the relationship with the brothers when the brother died and she like burst into tears i was like i mean uh, for a moment i was like i wish they didn't do that because like you wouldn't see a guy crying in like these action movies but they just decided to make a girl cry and then literally like two scenes later we see chris hemsworth like break down in front of his wife about the loss of his child i was like okay i stand corrected um, yeah, so, I mean, I also the, the the dynamic of their their brother and sister bond. I, it doesn't matter which way that went; they were both crying. Like I, yeah. I, 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 like that brother. The way he is, like no, 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 no. Especially with the like, we're gonna get shirts afterwards. Yeah, but I'm not gonna wear it. You know, like <laughs> oh man, like I love yeah. to give to the dog. <laughs> oh yeah, is it, what was this type of shirt? It was like a Givenchy or something? It's like it's, it's so, yeah, yeah. It's, it's some wearing, sort of fashion is, label. Is he wearing a Givenchy? Like yeah. <laughs> like what about it um Wait, you, i will say you that didn't uh, like the fact that they showed the girl crying so what i was saying was i didn't like the fact that like we had like a girl who's an like one of the action stars and she's the only one of the action stars crying out loud when her brother died i was like oh well they're just like i found that to be like a little unnecessary but it was but canceled out but like you what i'm trying to say is like if uh, in other action movies when when like a guy so when someone like they die they just get angry and they start like doing some hardcore shit but then it got canceled out because in the next two scenes not only do you see her like you know properly grieving for her brother the way like a normal action uh star would in previous film in previous type of films then chris hemsworth actually gets emotional about this death of his son and 
I was like, okay, well, never mind. They actually showed both heroes having emotional breakdowns regarding a loss of a, of a family member. Mm. So I was saying that, like, at first, I was like, oh, I wish they hadn't like made a spectacle of it for only the woman. But when they I when like they showed it for both men and women, I'm like, thank you. That's awesome. I, I feel like yeah. regardless, I, it would have been weird if she didn't cry, even if they didn't add the Chris Hemsworth part. I think that would have been seen, strange. I've seen uh, like other like male action heroes get like just angry and just like like that's the, the, as far as they go. Like they don't start crying or weeping or stuff like that. That was what I, that, that was the point. I was like, oh, I, I I feel like they're still kind of like that's just like I guess wanting to see equality and then they showed equality and I was like, okay. I yeah. actually really like this movie now because they actually did that. The the st- stereotypical movie scenario is that women are more emotional, so they th- they show the emotion through the through the female characters, and then men are more stoic and resort to yeah. uh, revenge, <clears throat> and they don't show any emotions, and it's what makes them like masculine and strong, so they don't show yeah. that. And so, yeah, the 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 they definitely she had to be emotional with her brother because it would be like weird. Um, I, I mean, you could do the revenge and whatever, but that stuff is always as fake as shit, right? Like it's like yeah, if your yeah. brother or sister died. Yeah, the first thing you do is just get straight angry. Like, no, that's not the first thing yeah, you but do. I, I, I think it showed a mix of both. I think, like, she had a lot of badass yeah. moments. I mean, this girl got stabbed, yeah. she got shot at, like, and still held her own. I mean, like, there was, like, sh- like there was no, like, damsel in distress moment. And I think, I don't know, personally for me, I just, I, I didn't... Even the damsel was kind of it. like a badass. Like she was in a prison fight and she threw. Oh hands. yeah, that yeah, bro. Like that was crazy. So I, yeah. I think I think the representation was on point here. No, I, I agree with you, and that's why I, what what I was saying was when it when the moment happened, I was like, ah, I wish they hadn't done that. But then I was very happy that they kind of showed the male version of it. So I was like, okay, everything's good. This is still really good in my opinion. So that that was the point that I was trying to make. So uh, anyway, uh, but like you're right, like uh, T, because like uh, in like you can see how the quote unquote damsel in this situation was someone who got caught up in a bad situation or like voluntarily went into that bad situation, but she got herself out by like hiring people and also not being like, um, the the villain in this like at the end, uh. That was a very brutal church fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially when he killed the dude by like with the nails. And like our boy, I bought Chris Hemsworth slash Tyler. He, like uh, the entire time, like this guy had just recovered. Yeah, y'all, he don't need all this. He don't need all this pain right now. Uh, but like, I think, uh, what was it? Like, what was the guy use? Like, he used some sort of like chain thing and like it, it got him in yeah. like the hand that that was fucked up i was like ooh, ooh. but i like i was like i won't stop and chris hemsworth just bop and just caps him yo <laughs> yeah there was no hesitation yeah. on that one <laughs> he's like i guess like fuck this he's like you shouldn't have said that bro i was gonna let you walk <laughs> <laughs> you, you know i interpret that moment as a slightly bit different and it wasn't that he was like oh you shouldn't have said that like i wasn't gonna kill you i always felt like he was gonna kill him anyways he was just more it was more of a moment where he's like 
I'll let him I'm say tired. his final words. He's like, I'll let him say his final words while I give the energy to pull this gun up and shoot him in the face. <laughs> like, that's literally how it felt like to me. Like, it was like, there was never a second thought that he wasn't going to yeah. shoot him in the head. It yeah. was just like, I'm just, yeah, say, say what you got to say. All right, never done. So, <laughs> like, the, the way, so the way it was called back, like, or the way it was dropped, it seemed like it was a subtle, not not to say this was intentional by any means, but it seemed like it was a callback or it reminded me anyway of the moment in the first Avengers when Hulk and uh, Thor are side by side. Oh. And then, and then yeah, he just hits them like that. that that's what it kind of reminded me of. And then they did uh, they did another kind of nod. I don't know, if, again, if this was intentional, but um, they do a, a one shot of a hammer during that, that church fight. And... Tyler is about to reach for it, and then that's when he gets hit with the with the chain. Yes, he doesn't actually oh. have to grab the hammer. <laughs> that's, so, that's a good I didn't follow. catch that, but you're absolutely yeah. right. So I was wondering. I was wondering if that was a subtle nod to Thor. <laughs> you, you know, it would be, it'd be amazing, and this could be completely just just for the the people on set, and never we can never see it. But amazing if it was on the backside of the hammer, it said like Taiko Watiti. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's like don't go there oh shit. <laughs> I, I i wouldn't mind if like in, in each of the extraction movies going forward like every time he reaches for a hammer it he just never is able to use it he's yeah. like yo man this never works out for me it's like yeah. uh jack reacher in the pie bro <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh or or just in the next the film Oh yeah, or in the next film, they're just like some. He just makes some comment about like someone's like gonna hand him a hammer, and he just makes some comment how he won't. He he just won't put his hand on it. Like he's like, <laughs> no, I'm just good, man. No, like, yeah. <laughs> like didn't work out good last time. <laughs> so yeah, like uh, this was exactly what I was looking for. It gave me everything I wanted. It was a great action uh, uh, movie for me. And yeah, like I, I would say, like I'm kind of hoping for the next movie considering the fact that she just released her own action movie like a little while like last year or something like that i kind of want to have no hold on i kind of want his wife to join in elsa pataki oh that action movie was trash though man i'm sorry i did not like that no no no. i'm just saying she's worked out for an action yeah 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 so like it would be nice if she was given like a good one to work in yeah because that one was garbage i didn't see it because i heard it was straight <laughs> yeah I, I purposely didn't watch it for that reason but i'm just saying she she trained and it would be nice if the two of them could like do a movie where they just weren't making out and they were just like fucking people up yeah i think i i think chris hemsworth was in that movie briefly really yeah he made a cameo in that movie oh yeah he I was remember. uh i i read that he was like a homeless guy or something like that like yeah, something like that yeah so yeah i'm just saying that would be kind of cool yeah. You, you, you know what could be kind of cool for that storyline is that like this third extraction involves him of course doing something that has an emotional weight family kind of related um and he has to extract um this person but the person who's protecting the person he has to extract is his wife and she's a badass so she's ha- she has fighting alongside 
But then there's this weird tension in between the characters because we all kind of feel like Nick Khan's character and Chris's character are eventually going to get together. So it'd just be a funny thing where it's like <laughs> Nick Khan is like obviously into Chris and there's like a, something slowly developing, but his actual wife is there. And, and there's just like some weird, stupid tension. You're like, amazing. I'm, I'm in it for all the subtle jokes that are not being said That right would now. be great. That would be great. Oh. Honestly, honestly, like I could, I could just see like Chris Hemsworth, Elsa Pataki, his wife, and then like uh, Goldfish for, for Honey, just like right there, and he's like, <laughs> <laughs> like something awkward is said, and the man just like, let's just get to fucking work, like he just yeah. like, walks through it, like like I don't got time for this, right? And it's just like, oh yeah, that could that that could be awesome. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so. For all of you who uh, have watched it, I hope you enjoyed our reviews. But for all of you who haven't watched it, guys, it's a fun action movie. Get out there. Watch it on Netflix. And moving on to our next topic. So we have discussed briefly in a previous podcast. And now we're going to talk about it a little bit more. So today uh, is, the re- is the premiere of the animated uh, series Super uh, my adventures with Superman. Now, for the I was not that into this. Like, this is going to be like a um the studio uh so this was released on Adult Swim and it's going to now be released on HBO Max. I'm not gonna call it its new name Max because it's stupid, but um it is uh voice like basically it's gonna have Jack Quaid, uh, who is also our boy from uh the boys, uh and also the guy who's also from Star Trek Lower Decks. My man is killing it right now. I told you guys in the group chat, like Jack Wade, I know he's got nepotism on his side, but he's got a booming career right now. So he's voicing Clark Kent. And I will say when I first saw this, I was like, meh. Uh, I was going to check it out, obviously, but I was kind of like, meh. It has the same animation studio <clears throat> as Voltron, uh, uh, the legendary Defenders, and... I want to say Avatar Legend of Korra, but I could be wrong on that one. Anyway, so it was released. The first two episodes were released today. uh, And I had been hearing over the past week that this was getting very good initial reviews. Uh, So the the early reviews from critics, and there there are like 10 to 12 uh, critics that have actually watched it, were all giving this an 8 to a 9 out of 10. Um, on top of which, uh, the movie, sorry, this, the series, the first, so I think it's supposed to be either like six to eight episodes. Uh, I could be wrong. Uh, and it's meant to be a fun loving, but also like genuine, energetic, sincere type of reinvigoration of Superman stories. Uh, because, like, yeah, we've seen Man of Steel. We have Superman and Lois. We have the old Superman. And, like, basically, this was meant to kind of, like, give it a little bit of an anime feel, but, like, a fun anime feel. So it's been getting some po- uh, some buzz. I will admit I've watched the first two episodes. I had to, like, go on, like, Amazon and, like, uh, like take the two-day uh, trial of, like, uh, <laughs> Stack TV just to be able to watch it with commercials. So, yay. I will say that uh, I enjoyed it. it. It is different than what I thought it was going with. It's more, 
it is anime-esque. Like it, it's like a oh, okay. So uh, Darcy, it's kind of like a shonen style Superman story. Got you, got you. I I don't know why you just called me up specifically. Is that a man here watching Shonen too? No, no, I, I know, but like T doesn't really I have know no idea what, what that is. Okay, fair. Okay, okay. He was he was he was legit this time. <laughs> like I mean, it's pretty I, I know, much every I, anime you watch, by the way. Yeah, yeah. So like, oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So tactics you do watch Shonen. It's just that you don't exactly know it's called Shonen. Yeah, it's the first time I'm hearing that word. There you go. So that's why Darcy, I I, I went to you. But it is t- that type of a superhero story, gotcha. and I'm kind of liking it. Like they even have the the silly humor like anime uh, in it as well. well that could so be good. that could be good. Yeah, and question, I will say that question yeah. as you're yeah. describing all this and this the title of this is this a story told from the perspective? I'm assuming that this is Lois Lane here. Uh, yes. Or a character. Okay, so is it from Lois Lane's perspective? Because it's my adventures with Superman. So it sounds like it's the stories from the reporter's perspective. But instead of it just being like I'm listening to somebody talk in an article, it's more like as if you got teleported into what it was like to be in that moment. It's kind of a mix of both, to be honest. Because like uh, she is investigating. She's trying to make her name a name for herself as a reporter, and Clark is kind of like going along the way. And what I what I found interesting about this, and like again, mild mild spoilers. Clark hasn't like he's Clark Kent. He's he's in Metropolis. He's working at the Daily Bugle, but he actually doesn't know his heritage right now, because when he was a kid, and as we all have seen it in the story, like when he first learned about it, in this version, he got scared and was like, "Fuck that! I'm gonna you know I love my mom and dad." I'm almost to stick to this. So now that he's in Metropolis and he's like trying to be like he's trying to get a job and like live his life, he is being the clumsy, bumbling Clark Kent, who's also like a heart of gold, but he's mostly got in control of his superpowers, but not fully. And so now he's starting to ask about his parentage and his like origins. I see. So it's both her under learning about him, but him also learning about himself. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I, I I enjoyed the first two episodes. Uh, there were a couple of things that I, like I have creative suggestions, mm-hmm. not not like criticisms. So what what I will say is, aside from uh, Jimmy, which feels very much re remade, the creators understand the characters and so therefore they're making the show accordingly so that 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 hits home for me another thing that i I enjoyed is that um jimmy lois and uh uh and uh oh my god perry white are all i think lois is asian in this and jimmy and perry white are both uh jimmy olsen and perry white are both uh african-americans in this and a thing that I found interesting, oh, this is, I haven't seen this part, so this is probably in episode two, three, uh, three, four or something. But one thing that I noticed in the animation this time that I've never seen before is for the black actors, they actually have paler palms. Hmm. Which I was like, interesting. 
I mean, that's facts. I love that. He's just like, is that, is, is that true? <laughs> Tag, just so you know, it's, it's true. <laughs> but you know, I had never seen that in animation before. And I actually liked that a little bit, like me, me personally. So, like, yeah, I was... Uh, Man, I was I, I was impressed. Most interesting details. I I would have never picked up on that. Hmm. It was in your face because like Perry like literally does this at one point. I was like stop. And so like I was like, what oh, the? Okay. And then and then like he turned around. I'm like oh. So nonetheless, it, just something for you to consider. But yeah, so I found it to be rather interesting. Um, I am looking forward to watching more. Uh, but yeah, like I, I wanted to hear. Um, I wanted to gauge or hear your interest level in this, both pre and post my statement. So, T, let's start with you, man. Like, uh, what are your interest levels for this uh, animated story? I mean, you're definitely selling me a little bit more on it. I initially was not all that excited for it. Um, I don't know. I'll, so, I'll be honest. I I've been a little bit reserved in regards to things relating to Superman, just because I feel like over the last little while, he hasn't really been represented in the best way. And so I'm, Amen. I've lost my, I've lost my interest in anything involving Superman. It, like it took me a while to really get into Superman and, the, and Superman and Lois. And then after that second season, I kind of just like shit kind of fell off for me. And I was like, all right, you know what? I'm kind of done with Superman. Uh, like I, it, doesn't really interest me anymore because the thing is like with someone that's as powerful as him you you have to really ha make the storyline itself really compelling otherwise he just becomes a very dull character and like what what can really defeat this guy other than kryptonite so it's like there's there's no real there's no real threat there's no real obstacles for him to really like face off against and so what's really compelling and and makes the character that much more interesting is his his battle with his humanity and like the duality that he faces in, exactly. in in regards to him being Superman, representing what what that means to be Superman, but also his moral principles of Clark Kent and how those can coincide and coalesce together. Right. So I've always found the storylines when they're when they address that to be really really interesting, and that's part of the reason why I initially liked Smallville. Not to say that they really honed in on that aspect, but what they had going for it was the concept of him developing his powers over time that to me took the dull moment out of out of superman where it was like oh that'd be interesting i want to see how he kind of develops his his powers and learns to adapt and whatnot with this i didn't really know what to expect i saw that i saw like little like like photos here and there and i think i from what i recall i remember seeing a trailer or at least a clip and i was just kind of like meh i don't know i'll i'll wait and see wait for you guys to check it out and then if you guys can sell me on it then i'll check it out too um i don't know man I, I, honestly i think and this is going to be our our next topic but i think superman and lois this season kind of re reignited my interest in superman and now i'm kind of more open to seeing more superman related stuff if done right and by the sounds of how you're describing it umar it, it sounds like they're they're doing it justice no no pun intended but um yeah, I mean, I'll check it out. It, uh, like, I haven't seen anything new regarding the the show, but from what you say, it, it sounds cool. So, yeah, I'm I'm interested. 
Actually, I'm a little interested because I know that you follow this one. So IMDb give it an 8.1 out of 10. <laughs> okay. All right. You got me so Isn't there there's a Batman show coming out too, right? That's still like in an development. animated Oh, it's still in development. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, All it's right. like from Boost Tim and JJ Abrams and stuff Ooh. like that. The, the sad thing is Kevin Conroy had voiced one episode before his passing as Batman. Oh. You just you just killed it for me, man. It broke <sighs> my heart when I heard that. I was like, "Oh, come on." I, you know what? I hope that what they don't do is use AI technology. Please, and, God, no. Yeah, no. I, I think that'd just be super disrespectful. Agreed. You, Agreed. You, uh, on that note, um, somebody did a Michael Jackson um, reinterpretation of some other song, and it was um, mm-hmm. a very far cry from it. And uh, I will say that I don't think that as much as people are worried about the AI stuff, it's it lacks... Uh, a lot of range and emotional weight um, mm-hmm. and nuances that those people actually bring. And the stuff mm-hmm. that has worked, if you really think about it, is like the Drake example is um, yeah. a very auto-tuned, monotone um, style of, of, of producing it. And again, how many hours went into just making that one thing? And it was very hyper-specific and it can't, I don't, I bet you, if you said do this Drake from this album and this Drake from this album, this Drake from this album, it wouldn't actually go all the way through. It's just like, we can just do this one because it's easier to copy. So I, all that to say is that I'm not really worried that we're going to start getting, um, uh, you know, all these celebrities turned into AI stuff um, yeah. because I don't think it will, it'll land. I think at best, if somebody were to do it and given that it being appropriate, it would be like a one line type thing, like a memory or a thing mm. or whatever. And yeah. you just, and it's a combination of like, well, we had these recordings, but they we, we really wanted to like get it to a perfect level and add a couple words we didn't have any recordings of. So we're just putting these two couple things together and it was to like do this one tiny moment, right? In a, mm-hmm. in a film, you're like, okay, I can understand that. Not like a, we're just gonna make a whole whole show, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's so it's, it's dark... cool if his voice comes back as like a motivational speaker like on yeah. the YouTube videos. I'm cool with that, yeah. but like not as like an actual show or anything. But yeah. yeah. So just uh getting back to it, uh, Darcy, what are your initial thoughts or uh desires on the show? Um well, you had me at the Palm conversation. Um uh, because <laughs> it's good to see uh animation of uh of black people go from back in the day with Dragon Ball and the donut lips um to uh oh, yeah. <laughs> you know how many animes have donut lips? Oh man. <laughs> it's oh, just, Mr. Popo. It's just one yeah, circle just... with another circle in it and and that's that's black people's lips. Like it's just Yo, so that, bad. that's that's some racist shit. This is blackface. He didn't have a nose, man. Yeah, that, oh. no. Yo, Mr. Popo, I did not know. I thought I thought he was an alien, and then they're like, Umar, he's black. I was like, it's like you stuck with the alien part. Yeah, <laughs> you're like, no, no, he's an alien. Everybody else is aliens. Everyone in this show is aliens. Literally, everyone else was an alien. Like, there, the guy who next to him was a cat. I was like, no, there's no way he's a black person. It's like, no, Umar, he's black. I'm like, oh my god. You know, it, it's not even like it went away that that long because uh, what was it? Um, what was that that one that was really good for the first season and died off after that? That was about um, people being stuck in a video game 
and it was like they're forced to be in a video oh, game. Oh, Sword Art Online? Yeah, they, they even had donut lips and that shit. <laughs> that was not that long ago. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, I remember they introduced a black guy. I was like, what? This, this copy and paste of the DBZ. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, they define his arm muscles, but they can't define the guy's lips to be anything realistic. Anyways, I digress. Um, <laughs> no, th this sounds really intriguing to me. Um, you know, put it this way. Uh, while you're talking about it, I went online and started downloading episodes. Don't ask me where I'm getting them from, but... <laughs> <laughs> But, you're, you're viewing you're streaming streaming them yeah well, i'm streaming some from somewhere um but Yo, I'm, uh, I'm gonna need you to hook me up with that when you're done after <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I, I'm, I'm, I, I legit tried to look for it and i couldn't find it so i'm like yo darcy i need the hookup yeah yeah let yo, me, T, you want my password to, uh, oh yeah even better bro yeah hook that up uh absolutely but yeah i'm i'm definitely gonna check this out uh i'm on a uh this sounds like the kind of thing that where i want to see dc going um yes. in both this and in the tv or sorry in the movie perspective um in how to put it i want darkness but i also want um heroism heroism and hope and and whatnot and you know, you just gotta know when to strike the right thing, and I think that even a Superman story can go from like a show or whatever can go from a really jovial moment to an unbelievably dark moment, and how you come out of that in a Batman film or in a Superman film is the difference of their characters and their tones, right? Like how you resolve through the darkness. Batman would resolve it and still be in the darkness. Superman would resolve it and find the most the the moment that that makes your heart like pump a little harder right and in a, in a positive way um so i'm just excited that it feels like we're stepping into the dc era while marvel is just out here just like getting mediocre <laughs> yeah it's it's like everything on the west coast of the united states is just going downhill <laughs> like it's just like no this is like uh, i was thinking of silicon valley in, in in the tech world like it's just like marvel's just on the same track as them right now like it's just not it's not looking good um so yeah i'm i'm excited by this and i i don't know this is not a proper reference but the style makes me think of invincible in a way and um oh yes yes i will say that the animation kind of goes that that not entirely that route, but a little similar. Yeah, and, and it's not like, I don't know, it's just, it, it. the reason I say that is it's like, Invincible is in a league of its own doing something amazing, and it's more like, hey, DC is like taking some notes, but at the same time, not being afraid to step away from what they were and become something new, and uh, that's what we need. So I'm excited. I'm gonna watch these two episodes this weekend, likely. And uh, awesome. yeah, uh, I will say because it was it was I guess say the moment was ruined for me. So I'm gonna ruin it for both of you. What? No, uh, oh my God, no, oh. chill. You good? We good? No, no, no. <laughs> this this needs to be done. <laughs> <laughs> oh, force mute. All right, moving on then. <laughs> um, all right, so as we were discussing before, 
we were uh, going to we we're going to be reviewing season three of Superman and Lois. Now, uh, just a bit of backstory, uh, and also this is going to be full spoiler. So if you have watched Superman and Lois, y'all need to like you know go like or just deal with it and just listen to it. Um, this might be the sales pitch at this point. The end of the, like spoiling the whole thing might be the sales pitch for some people. Yeah. So uh, I sent uh, a scene of Superman uh, dealing with a guy at a who like threatened his wife with a gun and also beat up his son, uh, and then like Clark dealing with them. I sent that to a group chat, and then this led to Ta- Darcy being like, "Yo, I got I got to watch this season." Darcy watched the season, and we're like, "Yo, man, like report back." And the entire time, Darcy's like, "No, guys, you got to watch this." So as a result, this past week, Tactics and I both started watching Superman Lois so we could review it for this episode. We are going to go what we all thought. Well, we already know what Darcy thought because my man loved it. Uh, and also he explained to it uh, last week. I will say that from my perspective, uh, just a, a painful reminder for, uh, for Darcy, but a humorous one for me, uh, I watched... A whole bunch of YouTube clips. <laughs> a whole bunch of YouTube clips uh, clips uh, to be prepared for last week. And I had a very... Darcy feels a very unearned... <laughs> an unearned opinion of the series. Having re-watched the whole... Having watched the whole uh, season... I find that I was completely accurate in, uh, or or mostly accurate in that I f- have worse opinions on certain things and barely any higher opinions on other things. So, Darcy, it is true. Since it is a CW, watching only YouTube clips is enough for me to have a proper uh, gauge of what happened. First anyway. of all, first of all, no, no, before we move on, you, 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 you can't, you can't be out here calling me out and then be like, I'm just gonna make my point, okay? Like, no, like, like, no, 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 Okay, let's get into this. Let's get into this. Okay, real quick. I was never under the impression that it would change your opinion in that it would improve your rating in any way. It was more the point that it was like, when there are scenes that you would still find them as good as they were, you just weren't getting the the buildup and the appreciation for what that moment might have meant. It doesn't mean like maybe, maybe you make it one better for you, but I wasn't expecting it to be any significantly better because there's so much BS still in the show. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's, Sorry, it's just... You're it's totally just, correct on that statement. Oh, yeah. But it was just more the like... It's like <coughs> I, it just bothered me that you're commenting with like a, a, like oh here's my whole opinion on the show, but you still haven't seen some of the other little nuancey scenes that like lead up to things and enjoyable moments and like things like for me like I'm gonna make a quick reference before you get into your thing, but like Lois and the um, the the Hooters spinoff the uh, the Bazoombas right like you're not gonna watch that in a YouTube clip they're just not gonna clip that no. but that was cute. But having that understanding of her character makes moments later on mean a little bit more. It doesn't make the acting significantly different or the story point significantly better. But it was just more of the like, I would just know you're here just like coming in like, oh, I just watched the whole show in like 15 minutes. What's up? (laughs) (laughs) All right. So uh, going into my review, I will say that um, watching the full series... The only benefit it gave me was the fact that I got to see 
all the connecting aspects of super uh, of uh, Superman and Lois's relationship. That is the only in, like background that I felt was worth watching it. Um, unfortunately, uh, watching it made me have to suffer through. And like Darcy, you were pretty accurate in terms of like uh, the ratio. I'll just say that I think certain points. Uh, increased more for you in terms of quality while staying the same for me in the middle. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, oh man, like <laughs> just to let every, you, you all know, Tactics sent, I think, like two or three reaction videos of him watching uh, stupid, <laughs> stupid ass scenes. <laughs> like, and I, I was on the floor laughing because. Tactics was like, nah, I'm gonna call every one of these scenes these moments out. <laughs> and I was like, I couldn't breathe at one point. I think I think the Kyle one was the one yeah. that was my favorite because like I, Bro, I like, that was deep. so <laughs> dumb. <laughs> I, yeah. I couldn't breathe. Uh, yeah, that was that was stupid. In the moment but I was just like, huh? You called every <laughs> single point that was dumb out, and I loved it. But but they they redeemed themselves at the end because he actually yeah. went back and said he was because normally in, in in most CW shows they don't do that they double down on the stupidity in that moment where it's like yo why didn't you tell me this like you lied to me and, all, and I'm like come on we don't need we like you're not this dumb you're not yeah. this, don't do that yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah uh, I, I, I I would watch an entire show of your commentary T I'm I'm not going to lie on that one. Um, but yeah, I would say that like the teenager stuff was. I just texted during that stuff because I, I just couldn't stand it. Uh, anything to do with Lana and like Kyle, just texted right through that stuff. Just like hearing it was annoying enough. Um, the so a, a point that came up last week that uh, Darcy, you were you were arguing me with because you felt that since I hadn't watched it, I, I don't really have an opinion. I shouldn't uh, be as forceful on my opinion on it. Jonathan, the the new actor who plays Jonathan. Mm-hmm. Having watched the whole uh, season, I will say that I actually have a a more critical view of the actor. In that, <laughs> I just knew I knew you, you'd just be like this. You just in that, hate, you just hated hold, to be a hater. Hold, 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 hold <laughs> so, like, I will say the the good thing about the old Jonathan and the new Jonathan. So, like, the difference between the old Jonathan and the new Jonathan. I think the old Jonathan had a lot more range and mm, debatably talent in terms of acting. I think he was on the wrong show because you could see him trying a whole bunch of stuff that was working with the older actors he was with. But when he was with most of the, like, the scenes with people his own age, a group that he was working with, he was very weird in comparison to the rest. With this actor, he's just a monotone, I'm delivering my lines, making faces sort of actor. But he both looks and acts the same as literally everyone else on the show uh, of his age group so it's almost like he's just filling in the post of like the cw standard while the other one was trying to go up and down trying to figure out the best way to go about it which is why it was at times very good other times kind of odd uh and so he was always like a a very ranged actor in my opinion that i felt could have been good if he was given like a proper setting but also at times i'm like this is very odd for him to be like this trying hard and like a very simple scene you you know you know what you know the reverse thought on that though is is Mm -hmm. that um how to put this i'm gonna make like a uh 
like a music reference, like a musician, like you can have a musician who has a lot of range, do a lot of things, but can't play with a lot of bands. Right. And awesome. so another way yep. of looking at this is that the guy, the guy who replaced him actually could be more talented and that he's able to flex himself into the CW because he's like, ah, yeah, we don't, we don't need to, we don't need to be doing all this craziness. Cause that's not what everybody else is doing. But when you see him on another show, maybe we'll find out the man's like, wow, this guy has really got range. CW is holding him back. It's like, well, of course it is. It's CW. Like it's not yeah. exactly known for, 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 yeah. for, for extravagance. <laughs> exactly. So like, I, and that's a fair point. Uh, so, like, I would say that Jonathan, I feel Jonathan is a unfortunately wasted character in this season, especially. Like, this was an all-star who literally his entire life was ruined by coming to Smallville. And he's still trying, he's still more of a quote-unquote hero than his brother, which I'm glad that they kept the consistency of that character going. I just feel that they're, the execution of it is not, being done well um with jordan i cannot stand him and i i swear to god t i desperately want a commentary uh you you have of like some of his scenes like i it would it would make the character better for me yeah but, i agree with that i i i, I want to see that too if you if, yeah. if you if you want to watch anything tactics Feel free. <laughs> Feel free. But like I will say that what I liked about they did it with Jordan this time is that they like there were signs of it early on but i'm really glad that they're making it realistic that jordan is borderline close like it's easy to view him as like a, a up-and-coming villain super villain but really he's just being a teenager who wants attention yeah, and a lot of it <laughs> yeah and he's making really bad calls and I, I was getting really frustrated the way Clark was handling things because, like, as much as I love Tyler Hoechlin and, like, his depiction of Clark and Superman, the thing is CW has a very difficult – well, actually, they don't even find it difficult. They just straight up can't do it. They don't really show Superman as being very smart. Like, he's being put in these situations and he's like – like, for example, uh, when John Henry killed that guy – who was clearly trying to kill him, and Superman's like off in not, uh, nowhere, not doing anything. For Superman to start judging John Henry for self-defense, I'm kind of like, that's an odd choice. And also when people are like, hey, you need to do something, he's like, I'm working on it. Or like, you know, we'll figure something out. I'm like, those are platitudes. Like Superman would have some idea or he would say something. Now, when he says something and is being called out for being uh, tactics. I think you brought this up last uh, week about like the fact that Clark has toxic positivity. I actually really liked the, when they showed that because it's like, yes, Superman, his harm would be that he would go into toxic mas- uh, positivity uh, accidentally, and he and he checks himself after a while, which was like that type of growth. I actually really enjoyed seeing, but at the same time, with the Superman portion, like he still gets beaten up by. It everybody like literally everybody is like I'm putting this guy like a rag doll i'm like so he can't throw a punch at this point like he he just can't take up anyone who's like equal his strength when he took on an entire like army of like uh like uh kryptonians in the first season but again i was like you know what i'm just going back to texting wait until this is all over um lex Uther, i will say watching the additional uh additional scenes which weren't a lot was good uh i i still uh like what the actor is doing 
the doomsday stuff like first of all the look of doomsday like i like the idea of like the twisting between doomsday and uh bizarro was an interesting idea i'm I'm not gonna knock it uh i will say i find doomsday kind of looking weird but whatever my only like and darcy kind of going back to where saying like yes as a tv show the budget is only so much they can only do so much so i'm like okay fine my thing is why did Superman impale Doomsday? Yeah, that that was interesting moment. That came out of nowhere for me. And I was just like, uh, what the F? And it felt like they just wanted to show him, like, just, like, get himself out of this situation. I'm like, okay, but don't have him, don't have, like, you're literally doing a really good job with Clark Kent and Superman. Don't have him do that, please. Like, I, like, don't do that. Like, I can see Doomsday jumping onto it to make himself stronger because he's realizing he's not strong enough to take on Superman. And so he does that to himself and then gets ready for a second bout of fighting. That I can get behind, but not what I saw. That that was actually something that really upset me, but then the episode ended and I'm like, okay, well, I, whatever, I'll just uh, forget about it. So yeah, I will say that like my opinion pretty much stands of what I saw last season and of the moments that I was uh, saying. I'm really glad that most of the cast is no longer <laughs> regular uh, regular cast members, and they're just like bumped down to recurring. That would be nice to have less of Lana and her family. Uh, sad to l- lose John Henry, but at the same time, I'm like, I'm really over his daughter having teenage angst as well. Uh, Bruno Mannheim, uh, at times it was cool. Other times I'm like, okay, I- I've had enough. So yeah, I will say that I, I predominantly will have kept my opinion. So T... It's for you, bro. Like, what? what what's your full <laughs> review? Wait, we're losing John Henry. Yeah, he's he's no longer a, a series regular either. Oh, he's just gonna be a re- reoccurring character, potentially. Mm, got you, got you. Um, <clears throat> overall, I I enjoyed this season. I think it's probably my favorite season so far. Um, obviously, yeah, I agree with you in some aspects, Umar. There are some CW tropes that are infuriating at times. Um, Garbage. The kid, yeah, like the kid stuff. I wasn't really in it, it, interested in it's 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 filler to fill in the gaps for, you know, <laughs> for the show basically. So you need kind of like a buffer for like the Superman and Lois sh- shit. So I I get it, and that during those scenes, that's that's pretty much my pee break. So. I don't mind it that much. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I I enjoyed it for what it was. Uh, I'm not a like I'm not as avid a fan of Superman as you, Umar. So it a lot of the stuff that I saw in this, it didn't hit me quite as hard. Like I I didn't really have any issues with him impaling uh, Doomsday. Um, I want to circle I, back on this, by the way. So keep, yeah, keep, yeah. keep going because I want I want to talk about that. Yeah, um, I liked I liked how they handled Doomsday in terms of uh, making Bizarro transition into Doomsday. I found that to be really interesting. And if we're if we're comparing it to every other live action iteration of Doomsday and his progression, I think this is probably the best that the best that they've handled doomsday's progression because i remember smallville and smallville was some bullshit in terms of in terms of that doomsday garbage 
Even um, though he looked more comic accurate, he was like yes. the worst. Yeah, it it was the worst transition. Yeah, I agree. The 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 look was on point for what for for that time, but everything else in terms of how they handled that was was trash. Um, man or uh, not, Man of Steel. Uh, Batman v Superman. The the whole Zod thing, I wasn't really, I wasn't really interested in, and I, I didn't really like the overall look of Doomsday. This one isn't terrible. The CGI is a little bit shoddy, and I'm not, I'm not a fan of the whole Superman logo thing. I mean, like that was initially supposed to be part of his suit, but as he grew, the like that that emblem shouldn't be there anymore. So I don't understand why what creative choice that was so that i found a little bit distracting but overall i i'm fine with the look the the design is okay uh i'm sure you know going into the fourth season he's going to progress and like look hopefully a little bit more comic book accurate as he uh as he continues his fight with uh superman i love this uh the clark and uh lois stuff with her dealing with her cancer and their dynamic and how like they kind of have to work around, you know, reigniting their intimacy because of this situation. I found that to be really, really powerful. And the way, like some of the lines that Clark delivered to reassure his woman, it was like top notch. And I'm like, yo, yes, you are fucking G bro. Like that, that's some solid, solid support there on your part. So I really like those moments. Um, what else? Uh, Lex Luthor, Lex Luthor, uh, he was fantastic. Uh, a, different version than what we're typically used to but uh the man is a presence on screen and (laughs) yeah Yeah. um facts yeah like like i agree with what darcy said last week about how like you actually you actually believe that this man is an imposing threat against superman not clark kent superman and it shows, man. Like this man is ballsy. He has no, like, yeah. The, he was the the actor who plays Lex is is phenomenal. He did a great job. Um, had I seen I'm just a photo, adjusting my chair. Yeah. Had I had I. Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> that was. Oh. oh, that was a great scene. Just, I'm like, what? The I was like, he doing? oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I knew. I knew what it was. I just wanted to see how it was. Yeah. I yeah I, I I knew I was just like how, I wonder how this guy is situated because like when he when when Lex was doing that no like he didn't change levels or anything like you would have thought that like a guy getting punched in the head he'd be shaking and like you know losing his balance the man stayed perfectly still and just took it and I was like damn that because you know he probably knows that if he moves he's getting killed for sure yeah <laughs> Lex, Lex is just gonna find a new chair a new human chair so um. Yeah, he was he was great. Uh, the Superboy stuff with Jordan, uh, annoying. But Umar, I agree with you. At that point, I think he's just like it's just regular teenage angst. He's just being a teenager and doing what a typical teenager with superpowers would do. Especially considering that the character that we that was established in Jordan is that you know he was like a nobody. He was a loser prior to getting his powers, and so now that he has them. This is a na- I think I feel like this is a natural form of behavior that he would be exhibiting if he was suddenly getting attention and people were like talking about him and not just his dad. Like now, like notice how like no one ever really mentions Superman anymore. It's like who's this mysterious Superboy kid kind of thing. So 
a, a kid at that age is gonna like it's gonna get to you and like trigger your ego a little bit. So, what did you think of when he hit Clark? Um, that so I, I agree. I think it they're probably setting up setting him up to be a villain or to be some sort of an opposer to to his dad in some capacity, like teenage rebellion type of thing. I found that interesting. Um, again, that that didn't really bother me because again, I like I'm sure we all because think about it this way: like we we were all teenagers and we probably talked back to our parents. You know, we we stepped out of line and shit like that. So for me, seeing that was just a natural thing. It was just amplified because of the fact that he has superpowers and now he feels like okay, I'm on par with my dad. So like, you know, yeah, you might be my dad, but and you might be Superman, but yo, don't forget like. I'm about this life too. You know what I mean? I, I'm, I'm just saying like... <laughs> is he though? Is he though? He's From not, my he's perspective... Not, he's not. He, he just thinks he is because his his dad will check him. He's, yo, he's just, getting that super hat. I was, was just that? amazed that like... Like I was amazed that it didn't really come up again. Like they were just talking about the fact that he was like posing for uh, pictures. I was like, yo, he slapped his dad's hand away with super strength. That is not okay. And this is after twice now he's mildly threatened his mom by saying, I don't care if you're my parents or like you can't stop me. Like that's an imposing and like going back to something Darcy said like way back when, when like in Invincible, when Invincible did that in the first episode, he was like, what are you going to do about it? And his mom was like, does that make you feel good about yourself? Saying like Mm -hmm. knowing that I can't overpower you and you're trying to make me feel small. None of that was in this situation when it needs to be with a kid who is clearly losing control. Yeah, I mean, but there's a lot of other shit going on. I mean, Lois wasn't all all the way there. I mean, she's dealing with her own shit, some pretty heavy shit. So, I mean, I let that shit slide just because they had bigger they had bigger issues. Also, facts. So, yeah, I feel a, a kid losing, uh, like smacking his dad with super strength is very worrying. It is, but they. They did. I mean, they were still doing what they could. Like, they were still reminding him that, like, yes, we still are your parents, and we can still technically ground you. And as long as you live under this roof, mm-hmm. you you abide by our rules. So, I mean, they. I think they have to handle Jordan's situation a little bit different than how they would with um, with Jonathan, because Jordan, if he, if he goes off the rails and they push too hard, given that he's a super, he's he's super powered that could work against them, right? So they have to kind of proceed with caution. It's not like with Jonathan where they'd be like, yeah, you're grounded. Go to your room. If you say that to Jordan, which they did, but after a while, Jordan would just be like, man, fuck this. I ain't going to my room. I'm going to the moon. Yeah. Absolutely to what you just said. Um, Absolutely to what you just said because literally even uh, a foolish moment could destroy a house, right? In one. And the other one where, you know, you normally would feel imposed on by your father. He also knows that, like, this is the father that you really can't even... Like, you know, it's like, oh, I'll one day, Dad, I'll be stronger than you. It's like, yeah, when I'm dead. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) um, Like, even when you're, when I'm uh, crippled, I'll still be able to smack you across the planet, like, by accident. So, um, the, the one thing I will say, though, uh, Umar, is that I feel like what you're looking for 
is more of this in the words. And I honestly thought I felt it in the action. Uh, and so okay. when, when Clark, the way he emoted, like Tyler Hoshley emoted in that moment of the surprise, the betrayal, the, um, you will not do this again as a father um, to a son, yeah. um, being very disappointed in that moment. But at the same time, knowing how reserved he has to be in that moment. And like what Tag is saying about the consequence of pushing too hard. I felt like he was like, holy crap. Cause I was feeling that in that moment. I was feeling like, like he one brought that father energy of yeah. like, you stepped over a line, but wanting to discipline him harder and being afraid of disciplining him harder at the in the same moment uh -huh. and trying to find that firm ground that he has to put down but worrying of the consequence of his own action like think of being a father disciplining your son and being afraid of the consequence not just be like oh i feel bad that i'm being too hard to discipline my son no being like i'm like this could go sideways yeah for everybody and, in this okay. room. That's, that's a good point. <laughs> so and on I, top, I, I think it was in the action, not in the words. Omar. I don't yeah, know. I think that's where and, it should be. And then on top of that, for one, they did discipline him by by saying that he was forbidden from using his powers. But then when they were planning talents. the trip to talents, to, talents yes, um, when they were planning the trips to what was it, Greece? Uh, yeah, Italy or, or something Italy, like? or Italy or Greece. Yeah, he said he he basically like gave him permit gave him permission to use his powers and said yeah it just depends on when you use them and what you're using them for and that that kind of made me reflect on like like my partner Sylvia she just got a she just got a dog Akane Corso and one of the things that we like we've been doing a lot of research in terms of of raising a like a puppy and one of the things that they say especially with this particular breed is that regardless of whether like their behavior we always want to make sure that we're we're giving them positive reaff um positive affirmations or or like we're not we're not ridiculing them or berating them for their negative behavior we just basically we make sure that we highlight and reward their positive actions more so than we do more so than we berate their negative actions because if they start to associate that a lot, a lot more of that negativity, then they're going to become more defiant. So positivity is the best form of action in that regard, especially for dog like breeds like this who are super right. powerful. And that kind of reminded me of this, where it's like, yes, you have to ex exert some sort of dominance over um, your children as parental figures, but you don't want to be super imposing in the sense of like, you know, berating them and and disciplining them too harshly without having any kind of positive, you know, um, like implications that you that you impose on them as well, too, right? Because otherwise, they're just going to eventually rebel and they're going to uh, basically reflect that negativity back onto you, right? So it's it's kind of a fine line when you're dealing with something yeah. like this. So that's kind of what I took from it. Okay, yeah, it's interesting. I like that. Yeah. So I, I wanted to circle back on the impaling doomsday part if we're yeah. open to that. So yeah. I'm going to frame this a little bit. So Umar did not like this scene. Tactics was, nope, didn't bother me. It's mm -hmm. basically the summary we got. And I was um, in the middle and excited by it. 
because I wasn't sure if they were doing something specific and it felt like they were, but they didn't address it and they could be setting it up for the next season. So when I saw it, I was like, what? Like, what What are they doing here? Like, this, yeah. this, this, this is off. But Lex Luthor very much said that you are, it's, it's, it's to the death. And I know that he wouldn't follow that, but there was something about this Lex Luthor and the situation that was created and the fact that he's fought Bizarro before and he's clearly way stronger that if they're not betraying the character, like in a big way, like obviously, you know, they're, they're going to do their own interpretation. So, you know, not everything's going to like line up with what we see in the past um, that he felt immediately he had to go all out. And it wasn't a, a like it was a different situation. And the thing that they did, that's that's not the part that I was excited by. The thing that I was excited by was when he came down, the people looked afraid to me. And I was thinking, since he impaled them, did 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 Clark feel he had to do this to protect his family and to protect people? And he had to go beyond and it was kind of a man of steel moment but like not enti- not entirely so he kind of went beyond and it made the people afraid and will that set up uh, the next season to have the question can superman be trusted now if he does death of superman that that i don't know if that'll play play or not but it just when that moment happened that's what it made me think about is can the like Superman has always been something we trusted because he followed these certain rules and they've had even the, the military, you know, through the first two seasons indicate to him that like, yeah, cause you, you, you're aligned with us, but you're still super powerful. We need powers against you. And so now has he crossed the line and people saw it enough that they're going to swing the other way in terms of uh, public opinion. So that was the thing that, that I wanted to like bring up because it just, it was a question that went through my brain in that moment. I, I I considered that myself. My thing is, and this could be just my ties to the comics, but like Superman, when he killed Doomsday in the comics, it wasn't his outset at any point. This was literally moments before he died. He was like, I am dying and I... I don't think unless I go all out and try to kill this thing that has clearly nearly killed everyone I care about and work with, this is the only way to stop it. And they both died with a death blow from each of them. So it was very much like a de- an act of desperation to stop this and giving my life to stop this because they were, the- they were in that situation. This didn't feel like that because... Well, then again, Clark is being like smacked around by literally every new superpower that shows up. So there's that odd scenario. But there was no desperation here. He was literally like for what could have happened was he froze him in the thing and then just shoot him off into space. And there were a few times where uh, like Clark, uh, Tyler Horson's Clark was trying to get a supervillain away from other people, but was like incapacitated. And I was getting frustrated that that was happening. But at least I like the fact that he was attempting to get them out of town. This is like he flew him into town and then impaled him. And I was like, 
He flew him out after. <laughs> so, nonetheless, I, I, like, I get what you're saying, and if that's what they wanted to do, they executed it improperly because there's it definitely wasn't... a level of rushed to the, the, the way that the, this was introduced. Like, I do like the setup, um, definitely a bit rushed because they clearly wanted the cliffhanger and it was yeah. it was a good cliffhanger i like the hype and the way that 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 played up i was thoroughly hyped into that moment um more than i thought it would be but yeah there was definitely a level of like rushed and so i think the there's some like we wanted to have this fight in the city and we wanted to have the like i call it the invincible moment where they had him in the subway mm -hmm. uh, underground Ooh. um and, and and they wanted to have a, a couple of these things and i'm not surprised cw wanted to do things and and just said figure it out and that yeah. didn't flush certain things out but there just was that moment where they looked a little bit scared and i was like oh oh is that something that they're gonna get they're gonna bring for us that's interesting yeah, yeah. so yeah like i would say that uh overall it like I'm, d I'm definitely realizing that watching the YouTube stuff uh, isn't a bad option for me. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I will say that I am going to check out next season. Uh, and Negro, please. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but I, I will see. I will see about next season it, like if I'm going to like stay watching it or uh, drop off. How about you, T? Oh, I'm definitely in for next season. 100%. Okay. This gave me enough to hold my excitement. So, yeah, I'll definitely be tuning in. All right. All right, then. So uh, that's it for our agenda for today. So, T, I'm going to volley it back to you for our closing uh, remarks. All right. Well, this will do it for the Geeky Bros podcast. Once again, we want to thank you so much for tuning in or listening wherever you are. Be sure to check us out next Friday, same time, 6 p.m. But until then, I'm your boy, Tactics. Yo, it's just Darcy. This is Big Geek Kumar. Uh, have a good weekend, y'all. And also like, favorite, and subscribe. Live long and prosper, y'all. I, I said y'all too many times. Damn.